Here we go on Let's Go. Larry Fitzgerald, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic, Jim. Looking forward to chatting with you today and talking a little shop. All right, Larry. It, uh, one week in the NFL and everything changes, okay? Baltimore Ravens, they're going to the Super Bowl. They're going to be winners of the Super Bowl. Uh, they didn't look so hot. In fact, they look pretty ordinary. Why do things change so quickly in the National Football League? Well, first of all, they're playing a, a team in their division that's looking to establish themselves as the dominant team in the, in that division. You know, the Bengals have been pedestrian at best for years. Um, you know, almost the, the, the stepsisters of, of, of the AFC North, you know, the Pittsburgh and Baltimore and, you know, Joe Burrow coming back off that throat issue. Um, Jamar Chase playing unbelievable. Mixon running the football. Their defense has been outstanding. And that was a statement game for them. You can tell in the way those guys responded, the way they played, and, and the conviction that they played with. It, it was it was evident in every single uh, phase of the game. The Bengals are 5-2, and two, and, and I guess they've snuck up on everybody because they've been atrocious for so long. Now they go to the 1-5 and five Jets, so – while things do change quickly in the National Football League without Zach Wilson, uh, that's not going to change for the better. No, it won't. What is it that no. we didn't see with the Bengals uh, that we should have been seeing? Well, I mean, I think people underestimated how good Joe Burrow is. I know he's coming off a significant injury last year, but his con his continuity with his receivers, the way he's commanding that offense, um, you know, they just look in sync. I mean, in every aspect of the game. Um, you know, they just got guys running free. Their, their skilled players are getting tremendous separation, and he's putting it in there. The offensive line is doing a great job of protecting him and they're opening up holes for the running game. They're just very balanced in their attack, and you know, they're fun to watch. I got a chance to watch, you know, some of that game yesterday, and it was fun to watch it. Sustainable? Will this carry, or is this a burst that uh, the league will catch on to? Well, Jim, as you said earlier, um, you know, you, you never know from week to week. But right now, they, they look terrific. And, um, you know, you have to be licking your chops when you're playing against the Jets. And, you know, I know they don't have their starting quarterback, but that defense did not look good yesterday. So when does it not become week to week? Obviously, Tampa knows they're good and they need to improve. And looks like the Packers are good. Didn't look like it in week one, but they look pretty decent now and they need to improve. But then the jury's out on these other teams who are rising up uh, like the Bengals, uh, like the Cowboys, like the Cardinals. And even though they're undefeated, you know, everybody's kind of wondering, will this hold up? When do you know when you've arrived? Well, I think, you know, Bill Belichick said it best, you know, the real football season doesn't start until um, after Thanksgiving. And, you know, you get into to late November where the weather starts changing and, um, you know, I guess the pretenders and contenders start to separate themselves, and, and that's when the real teams are kind of kind of emerge from the pack. So, as we have done often uh, over the course of the years, who's real right now as we head into uh, the halfway point of the season? Well, I, I mean, I, the Cardinals obviously are undefeated. Um, they're going to have their greatest test of the season on Thursday night this week against the Green Bay Packers, who they host. Um, the Cowboys look fantastic as well. Um, you know, I know Dak Prescott's battling that that calf injury. Um, Dubai couldn't have come at a better time to be able to get him healthy and back on the field. Um, you know, obviously Tom, you know, throwing his 600 touchdown yesterday. Um, you know, the Buccaneers looking great command, even though they're, they have a banged up roster, you know, without Gronkowski and, and David and uh, Pierre Paul and Antonio Brown, they were still dominant in their performance in Chicago yesterday. And you, know, you look at the AFC side, Buffalo's playing great. Um, the Raiders are really surprising 
you know, two and zero since John Gruden stepped down as as head coach. And you got to tip your hat to Tennessee Titans and what they're able to do. Um, they've they've looked phenomenal. Beat two um, great teams in the AFC. Over well, you the last damn near weeks. went through the whole league here. Now you've gone through the whole <laughs> league. So let's narrow this down a bit here. I mean, you just go up and down. <laughs> Come on, Fitz. All right, let's yeah, start with you. Just mentioned world. the Raiders. Are the Raiders for real? And are they making a statement about John Gruden by playing this well and this hard? I don't know if you say they're making a statement about John Gruden. I think they're making a statement about who they are as a team, who they who they want to be as a team. Um, would the statement that be that we're would the statement be perhaps we're better off without him, irregardless of the awful statements that he made? Um, I don't. I wouldn't say it's, it's that. I, I would say it's you know everybody has counted us out based on what's happened to our organization, based on what's happened to our team. We need to bond together to show that we are a cohesive unit and we can push through any adversity that shows up. Are the Cardinals for real? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, they, um, you know, have a, you know, leading MVP candidate in Kyler Murray playing at an elite level right now. Um, their defense is, is outstanding. They've given up, you know, under 120 points this season through, through seven games. And, um, you know, they play strong on the road. Um, you know, they, they look, they look phenomenal, but they're going to have a great test this week at home against the Packers. Bucks, I'm not going to go through that. We went through it with Tom. They're obviously for real. The Packers have a big test here with the Cardinals. They're for real. Cowboys, 5-1. and one. They're going against the Vikings, 3-3. Three and three. Uh, Big game, obviously, for both teams. A lot of people think the Cowboys are now uh, on the precipice of, of having a, a championship contender. Do you believe or are you a non-believer? No, I'm a believer, Jim. I talked about it last week. I think they have a phenomenal football team. Um, they're very, very gifted in, in all three phases of the game. Um, and when Dak Prescott is playing the way he's played through the first six games of this season, they're going to be a very um, hard outfit to, to deal with. Um, obviously, a lot hinges on his calf. I know that he's trained it, but the bye couldn't have come at a better time from them. Rams 6-1. and one. Uh, They play a Texans team that's 1-6. and six. Rams jumped out there and everybody got on the bandwagon. They look a little vulnerable to me. Uh, it just seems that there's a little bit something that's missing and, and they're going to have to improve. Your thoughts? Well, I, I don't know if I see anything missing. Um, you know, they play spotty at times. You know, Matt Stafford, you know, throughout his history has been, you know, a really streaky quarterback. And he can throw for, you know, 400 yards and five touchdowns in a the game. Then he can come back and have a dud. Um, but this year, you know, he's played more consistently than I've seen him play, you know, over the last few years when he was in Detroit, and their defense is a lot better. So, Larry, I said the team looks like there's a little something missing. So tell me the difference of your definition. You said they're spotty. I said there's a little something missing. What's the difference? Well, I just say the consistency. You know, when, when Matt is making great decisions um, and, the, and the, they have the run game going and the play action is flowing off of that, um, you know, they, did, they look unstoppable, you know, especially with their weapons outside. Um, you know, but when they start, you know, trying to fit balls in and, and take ill-advised throws across the middle and late, late in the passing routes, it makes it makes it more tough, um, you know, to be able to evaluate it. So it really just comes down to be able to stay within that system and, and letting him utilize his great gifts. Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Let's Go is brought to you by GoldenNuggetCasino.com, now online in Michigan and New Jersey. Play your favorite online slots or table games like Blackjack, Roulette, and so much more with over 700 games to choose from. Only at GoldenNuggetCasino.com.
All right, Larry, don't see anybody else coming out of the NFC right now. Speak up or forever hold your peace as we jump over to the AFC. Anybody else in the NFC? Perhaps the Saints, Falcons, Vikings, Panthers, anybody of that crowd? I honestly, I, I see I see Seattle making a late push. I mean, they're missing, you know, an MVP quality quarterback in Russell Wilson. I don't know if there's anybody in the league that is more meaningful to their team, to their offense than Russell Wilson is. Um, so, you know, I know he'll be down for a few weeks. If they can hold serve, you know, I think he can get him back into the conversation later as the year goes on. And they're a long way out of it here. I mean, Cardinals are undefeated in that division, so you can forget the division, uh, basically. Uh, then you've got all these other teams that are going to have to crawl over uh, for the wild card. And I guess that's possible right now because the best team right now in the wild card chase uh, would be the Rams, and that second one is pretty yeah. wide open. I mean, they're one game out, you know, from the second wild card burst. So I think they can hold serve. I think, you know, they'll, they'll have an opportunity down the road. All right, let's jump over to the AFC now. We've kind of gone through it, but uh, let's talk a little bit about Buffalo and the Chargers. Uh, everybody high on the Chargers. They go and get wiped out last week by Baltimore, who gets wiped out uh, this week. Uh, they're at 4-2, and two, uh, got a huge game coming in here. Uh, this weekend against the Patriots who turned it on. Chargers, real or pretenders? I think they're real, yeah. I, I really do. Um, the way they can throw that football, um, the explosive plays that their skilled players can make, you know, they, they're just dynamic, and, and you never know when it's coming. Um, they have a coach that, um, you know, is always pushing the envelope, always wanting to be more explosive, take more shots. And, um, you know, it hasn't come back to bite him yet with some of the clock management issues, but the way he always has his, his, his pedal to, to the metal, um, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting, especially with a quarterback like Justin Hubert. We talked about the Raiders. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about the Titans. Uh, they could jump right up here and possibly be the favorite over in the AFC, in my opinion. It just looks like they're a complete team uh, at this stage of the game. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Titans as they now move forward? I love the Titans. Um, the way they're playing, the way Derrick Henry in particular is playing is, um, you know, it's potentially historic. I mean, he's, he's so dominant to be 250 pounds, to be able to run away from people, to be able to run through people, um, the way they're able to build their play action um, for those two fabulous receivers and A.J. Brown and Julio Jones to be able to get single coverage. I mean, it's, it's really fun offense to watch and their defense is has played a lot better. They're opportunistic, you know, in the secondary and have been able to get to the quarterback as well. So I love the Titans right now. Um, you know, I think if you're looking at it, they're the best team in the AFC today. Mark Davis has an interesting uh, saying, and it's, and it's really good. He says, nothing is more meaningless than the score at halftime. So that's kind of what we're doing here halfway through the season. Uh, and your predictions, quite frankly, Larry, have been awful. Very good in past years, awful this year. So tell us who's going to be in the AFC championship game and, and the fans can go the other direction right now. <laughs> well, if I had to pick right now, I'm going to go with Tennessee Titans. Um, I know it doesn't mean anything halfway through the season, but uh, if you ask me to pick, that's what I would go with. Against who? You know, I don't see anybody else right now that I, that I love outside of Buffalo. Um, you know, Buffalo, I think, is the second-best team in, in, in the AFC. So if you, if you ask me to pick, that's who I would say they would be going against in the AFC championship. And your NFC championship game is? Cardinals-Buccaneers. Wow. Well, then you're going to have a problem, right? You're, you're Mr. Arizona. Uh, but 
we've got our partner right here, Mr. Brady. So I guess you got some time before you have to pick that. But who do you think's better right now? Um, you know, it's hard to go against Arizona and what they're doing, Jim. I mean, they're they're really dynamic. Um, you know, and Tampa's banged up too. I mean, they're they're limping right now and still having a lot of success. Um, you know, it's it's hard to it's hard to pick. But you know, when you're undefeated in the National Football League, that says a lot. Larry, do you get the itch now to want to come back and play with the Cardinals, or do you want to stay away since they've done this without you and, and you don't want to intrude? I haven't given that any thought, Jim. I'm, I'm very, I'm very comfortable with, with things. I love seeing them playing at a high level, and um, you know, I love to see the excitement in the city. It's, it's, it's fantastic for the, for the, for the state. All right, so much more with Larry Fitzgerald when we continue here on Let's Go. Our program is brought to you by United Wholesale Mortgage. And any athlete will tell you it helps to work with an expert for buying and refinancing a home. Your expert is an independent mortgage broker. You can find one at findamortgagebroker.com, powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Stay with us right here on Sirius XM. Hey, it's Brian Dunseth, former Olympian and current SiriusXM FC host. Do you need more than your average recap of the weekend in soccer? Sorry, America, but it is the biggest sport in the world. Well, look no further than Weekend the Tackle. This podcast is all about stories we want you to know, from the most important on-the-field moments to the lighter side of the beautiful game. You were jumping up and down like a lunatic. That's seven beers before the game for you. It's all on Weekend the Tackle, available every Monday, wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with the great Larry Fitzgerald. Our program is brought to you by Ring. Who's there? Larry Fitzgerald's there. And did you know that Ring makes an award-winning alarm system you can install yourself? It's easy. Go to ring.com forward slash let's go for a special offer on a Ring alarm security system today. That's ring.com forward slash let's go. Larry, are you bringing the groceries today? Should we answer the bell for you? Absolutely. we got to answer the bell. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing Jamie's going to be in town this week for the Cardinals-Packers uh, game, and I'm just hoping he's rooting for the Cardinals. We're talking about Jamie Simonoff, the chairman of Ring, and we thank him for sponsoring our program. You'll get a chance with that game against the Packers uh, to meet him and his son. Hey, uh, Larry, uh, let's pick that game right now while we got an opportunity. Uh, it's one of our picks this week. Uh, you're 8-10 and 10 on the season. I'm 7-11, and 11, one game behind. Who do you like in this game, the Packers and the undefeated Cardinals Thursday night? I'm going with the home team. You know, historically, you look at the records, you know, it's much easier playing a home game on Thursday than having to travel on Wednesday um, and, you know, play on Thursday. So I'm going with the home team. Well, that's typical, Larry. You will never, ever pick against the Cardinals. And I understand. Uh, you're Mr. Cardinal. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as saying never pick against the Cardinals, but you know that's that is what I believe um, to be true. I think they're they're a better football team. Um, you know, they're playing at home is very difficult. In in years past, you know, when the Packers would come to town, it's almost been like a home game. But um, you know, with the play, with the Cardinals playing as well as they are, I, I don't think that will be much of an issue. Um, you know, ever since we moved the, into the new stadium, you know. We haven't had the same um, support from teams outside, you know, the home team. And, and I know they're going to be there cheering very loudly for the home team. All right. I'll go with the Packers. You convinced me. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And, and Larry, the uh, sun season uh, got underway as we're going to switch to a very serious uh, subject while we're uh, on Phoenix and, and, and the area where you live. Uh, Robert Sarver, the owner of the Phoenix Suns, and you are an associate owner, having come into that position recently. Uh, Robert Sarver has denied what he believes to be impending allegations by a yet-to-be-released but anticipated article by ESPN that he has made some racial comments and that he has also had some form of sexual harassment. He was very proactive uh, a few days ago in releasing a statement uh, that none of the allegations which he believes to be pending are true. Uh, you have not yet commented on this. I'm wondering what your thoughts are, Larry, on all of this that's swirling. Jim, to be honest, I was I was quite surprised uh, to hear these potential allegations. They're simply not consistent with the man I know. Um, I've known Robert Sarver for over 10 years. I don't ever recall hearing him, seeing him act in any way that's remotely consistent with the type of allegations that they're you know, saying. He's been an amazing friend and mentor for many years. Um, I believe that anytime allegations of this nature surface, you know, you have to take them extremely serious. They deserve a thorough investigation for all parties. Um, but simply based on my experience, I was completely shocked to hear it. Larry, is there anything further that you want to say on this subject regarding Robert Sarver? No, Jim, I don't have anything else to say. Uh, it's not easy to transition uh, out of this subject, but uh, along those lines, Larry, uh, a big decision now will be made about Deshaun Watson and whether or not he will be traded before the deadline. So much swirling that he's going to Miami and that a deal is in the works. The NFL has not said whether or not they would put him on paid administrative leave so that he couldn't play if he was traded. So far, the Texans have not put him out on the field this year couple of questions. Do you believe that he's going to be traded before the deadline? And if so, where? Jim, I, I believe he would be traded if there was some clarity on if he would be put on the commissioner's exempt list. If, if he was not going to be, I think I think there will be some potential suitors um, that were in need of, of, of an upgrade, uh, a major upgrade at that position. But uh, with it being so unclear, it's difficult. I mean, Miami trades for him, and then he's doing the exact same thing he's doing in Houston is sitting there, and you're paying him to not be able to play and help your ball club. That's that's uh, that's not a trade I would make if he could not play. Why would anybody trade for Deshaun Watson this season with because all of this swirling and none of it resolved? Well, if you, if you exclude, if you are able to exclude what has happened off the field, Deshaun Watson is, is a top five quarterback in the National Football League. Jimmy's proven that over the last few years with his play, um, with his performances. And that's why anybody would want to have a quarterback that's an elite level if you can separate, you know, the off-field situation from what he's accomplished on the field. And that, that's why. Impossible to separate, though, because if that was the case, he'd be playing now. I, so it I comes agree. back to the I same agree. question, Larry. Why would anybody trade right now with all of this unresolved? Because they want to win, and they know that he could help their team win. That That is why the conversations are being had. I don't think that there is any debate that Deshaun Watson is a great player. But the questions that have arisen off the field now would put anybody who trades for Deshaun Watson at this time while all of these allegations unresolved, you would have to wonder why anybody in any organization would put their organization in that position. Would you, Larry? 
I would need to know the details and in this case would need to be fleshed out more um, for me to be able to make a, a game changing life altering franchise, um, you know, decision like it would be. And so I wouldn't feel comfortable doing this today, but I'm not in the know. I don't know his case well enough to be able to make an informed decision. But, um, you know, based on what he's accomplished on the football field, he would help any organization, um, you know, win football games because he's just that good. But you have to take in consideration what's happening off the field, and that's what makes it tricky. Well, it seems that we kind of do know because if it's alleged that though. was it's the case, the not... Texans would put him on the field. If, 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 if it wasn't subject to question, they would just say, okay, play. So we kind of do know because the people who are paying him all this money have made the determination our franchise can't afford this and we're not socially going to put ourselves in peril uh, with our fan base and with these women who've made these accusations uh, and and say, go ahead and play. So don't we kind of know that? I mean, doesn't Mr. Tepper recognize that? Doesn't Mr. Ross recognize that? Don't the coaching staffs and everybody else recognize that, that the Texans have made a decision. They're not making a decision based on not having information. They're making a decision based on having all the information. Nobody pays anybody 35 or $40 million a year to do nothing when they're a great player if the accusations are totally false. And, 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 and everybody's comfortable with that. So I'm just wondering why would anybody in any other city be comfortable with this when they're not with the place that has all the information? Yeah, that's a valid point, Jim. That's a very valid point. And um, you know, when you look at it at, in that in that degree in that manner, you know, you you have to agree with that. Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald. Let's go is brought to you by USAA Insurance. We're dedicated to helping the military community protect what they've worked hard for with insurance that meets their high standards. Get the coverage you deserve. USAA Insurance. USAA. Hey, Larry, you have a piece of memorabilia in your house of something that was really important to you from your football career? Yeah, I do. I have a few pieces of memorabilia from things that, uh, that, I've, that I've had over the years, not only for myself, but for some, some of the other players that I really highly admire and respect. Such as? Uh, my rookie year, I got some cleats from Jerry Rice and Tim Brown. Michael Strahan, um, you know, these players that I really, really always admire as, as a child. And what about up. what you've achieved? For me personally, I have my NFL Man of the Year trophy displayed, and I have my plaque from the All-Century team, and that's, that's it. So if Kurt Warner came over to your house, took it out, and decided to go give it to your next-door neighbor, <laughs> one of those plaques or that trophy, how would you have felt? <laughs> I would ask him why he was doing it, <laughs> and what joke was he playing on me? <laughs> But, you know, when you're talking about Tom's 600 touchdown uh, throw yesterday, I think it's a uh, gives you a little bit of insight of what Tom Brady really is all about. Um, you know, you've seen games stopped for things of this nature. And Tom teammate didn't even know, you know, that was his 600 touchdown, uh, you know, completion. And uh, I think that just underscores exactly what he stands up for. It's all about winning. It's all about the team. It's all about um, inching closer and closer to another Lombardi trophy. Um, and that's what their focus is. It's not on individual accomplishments. So, you know, I just, it's just a true, true testament to what he's all about. That's a really insightful comment, Larry. Um, and you know what? I think we got a really good glimpse at, at the guy, the human being, 
that Tom Brady is uh, toward the end of the game, uh, long decided, and he walked over and he saw a fan in the stands uh, who was holding a sign, and the sign read that something to the effect that Tom Brady saved my life, and he had the cancer ribbon uh, on there from brain cancer, and Tom walked over and handed him a hat, and the reaction from the kid, Larry, you've been in this position before, you know what touching someone can mean. And this young man, this little boy, started to cry. Uh, and it was beautiful. It was really just a beautiful moment. I, I enjoyed it so much watching it. It brought a tear to my eye. Um, you know, I don't think people can really understand the impact that uh, that people like Tom Brady can have on, on the lives of others. You know, people emulate you and they try to throw it like you and be like you and do interviews like you. And for Tom to be able to have the wherewithal to to see him and, and honor that young man like that would change his life. And it will inspire other people um, to do better and, and, and continue to, to help other young people who are battling similar illnesses. They say that sports doesn't matter. It's grown men and women playing at games. No folks, it does matter. And it does have an impact. And there are instances uh, that lift all of us. And that was one of those instances where the humanity of it, uh, and just that moment uh, was a beautiful thing to see, beautiful for that young man. It, it touched all of us in a way uh, that was quite moving. And we haven't touched the fans very well with our picks, Larry, but we got two more to do uh, before we wrap it up. Uh, the Cowboys and the Vikings, uh, a big game next week. Uh, who do you like in that one? I'm going to go with the Cowboys, and, and this is contingent upon, obviously, Dak being healthy and being able to perform um, the way he's performed thus far throughout the season. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Uh, this game's a tough game here. We got the Chargers uh, at home here in Los Angeles where it's actually raining. Larry, it hasn't rained here in forever. Uh, and it won't be raining when they play on Sunday against the Patriots who uh, pour it all over. <laughs> the poor New York Jets uh, kind of changes the complexion of the narrative that had been going on with the Patriots uh, when they ran up over 50 points. Uh, how do you see that game? Uh, Los Angeles is favored by six. I like the Chargers in this game. It's always difficult to fly all the way around the country and uh, and play multiple times on difference. And uh, I just I just like the Chargers offense. You know, they, they're playing really good. They've had a bye week, so they've had another, you know, seven days to prepare for the Patriots and really put, a game, uh, put together a solid game plan to be able to go and uh, exploit them. Our program is brought to you by Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse, serving the highest quality steaks and seafood with exceptional hospitality. Visit delfriscos.com, that's D-E-L-F-R-I-S-C-O-S.com for reservations at one of our 16 locations nationwide. You know, so much was made about Aaron Rodgers uh, owning the Bears. Uh, and then Tom said last week on our program that he'd just take the color green. Uh, turns out that I guess owning the Bears isn't that hard based on what the Bucks did uh, yesterday and based on what happened to the Jets, <laughs> the Patriots <laughs> run them over uh, without Brady. Um, I guess owning green and the Bears isn't just exactly what it used to be. I mean, both those organizations, you know, have rookie quarterbacks and, you know, are – you know, building for the future, you know, they, they're not going to be in the playoffs this year. Um, and you know, they're trying to just put their best foot forward. So right now, you know, you, they're laughing stocks, but you know, I think both of those young players are going to be dynamite as they get, get older. 
Larry, it's Halloween coming up on Sunday. We will talk to you next Monday night. What are you going to dress up uh, this year as you go out with Devin, Apollo, and uh, your three boys? Uh, I don't know what I'll be dressed up in, Jim, but I'll be driving the golf cart, you know, making sure everything is good. And um, I'll, it's always an exciting time because, you know, you love to see the kids get dressed up with the face paint. They get so excited. And, you know, you get back home, got to go through the candy, make sure there's nothing crazy in there. And then, and then uh, at night when they're sleeping, you start throwing some of the candy away because, you know, you can't, they can't eat it all. So it's, it's always a fun time to see the excitement that families have. Boy, you're the Grim Reaper. <laughs> Jim, we don't, we don't want any cavities for the kids. You got to protect the teeth. <laughs> oh, my goodness yeah. me. <laughs> well, we established last week that your teeth are real, so I guess you want to make sure that your kids <laughs> stay real as well. No cavities, huh? No cavities. We got to take care of them. All right, Larry, we will talk to you the day after Halloween. It'll be a brand new month, November 1st. Have a great week, and we will talk to you next week on Let's Go. I look forward to it, Jim. Stay dry out there, man. <laughs> Our thanks to our producer, Dave the Snake Hagen. Production assistance by Harris Fabishoff and to our great sponsors, Morton's, USAA, Ring, United Wholesale Mortgage, Del Fresco's, and Golden Nugget Online Casino. Let's Go Podcast with Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. We're going to talk to you again next Monday night right here on Sirius XM. Serious XM Podcasts.